Welcome to Season 2 of the 52 Weeks Podcast. A series where four people come together to dream big, start small, and act daily. Hey guys, this is Meredith. This year, I want to kill it at learning the guitar and make yummy recipes. Why, hello! Steph here in 2021 is going to be my year to run faster, eat all the veggies, and read more than ever before. I'm Heidi, a new addition this season, and I'm excited to be here. This year, I'm slowing down, showing more gratitude, and embracing the whole spectrum of real life. I'm the base of the podcast, Josh. This year, I want to have a failure each day and achieve my goals for my company, JP Couture. Make sure to subscribe so you don't have FOMO. Hey, hey, guys. Welcome to week five of our second season. We are so pumped to be here. Yeah, so what's everyone's highs and lows of the week? Oh, I didn't come prepared. (laughs) I know. Um, I'll start. Okay. (laughs) I'll talk about myself. So I did get the promotion. Yay! And I didn't have to try too hard to get it. She was my boss was very in favor of it. So that was awesome. My low was that my printer, according to the printer, will be about two hundred dollars to print. So I've got to come up with a different option, or I have to basically remake it. And I laugh, but I I am not laughing on the inside. I mean, I have been working on this planner since October and like hardcore December and January. January is when I started to really know what I was doing and I could move a little bit faster, but good thing because now I got to redo a whole bunch of stinking stuff. That's so discouraging. Um,. People have offered suggestions, so I know what I'm going to do, and they'll be much cheaper than $200. <laughs> I was like, I'm not even, if it's $200, I'm not even going to write in it. It'll be the most expensive piece of. <laughs> Put that in a frame. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to do that. Yeah, you like do your draft before you write in the journal. So or, or it's like beautiful. perfect. I make sure I checked everything off before I can work at the end yeah, of the day. Seriously. So now that wasn't a goal. Yeah, most were goals. Yeah. Um. Also, a high. I mean, I could talk about that later. No, this isn't on my checklist. So, um, a friend let me lent me her guitar, and I've been practicing. My fingers hurt, but it's been a lot of fun. I know the D like chord and the A chord. No. Like Mary had a little lamb. Because like, on nope. the quarter, you would start with like that yeah. or hot cross buns. Mm-hmm. Just so you don't so know how to play the guitar. You're At all. Learning? Oh. Yeah. Okay. I thought I, you already had skills and you were like, I'm going to now buy mm-mm. a guitar that's mine. Okay. Nope. I watched lesson one okay. of Jeremy Guitar. Is that his name? <laughs> I can't remember his name. Now I'm going to look it up really fast. <laughs> Justin Guitar. Justin Guitar. He's Australian, so he's got a nice oh, accent. Excellent. Um, so not boring to listen to. Not at all. Not at all. He's like helped me very much. Kelly. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's been good, but my fingers do hurt. Well, you're kind of at the same, I mean, because I'm playing the ukulele, but I, I don't know how, right? Every yes. time I open the book, it's like a new experience. Oh, I, uh-huh. oh you know? Yeah. What do I do here? How does this work? Uh huh. I mean, I know I sound terrible, but it's okay. 
But even just like the beginning stages of like, this is how you should strum it. Yeah. This is how you should hold it. It was very helpful for him to go over those things. And good thing I'm just by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my I, apartment. I love seeing your guys' pictures this week. Like Heidi had her ukulele one. You had your one in the guitar shop. Mm-hmm. And that, that just incited so much joy to go to the guitar. There were a couple guys in there who were playing... Um, and they were really good. And I almost asked them, like, do you guys want to help me? I'm brand new. I want to buy a guitar. Um, Steph, I've got it going. And, um, and, uh, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, it was just like really cool and really exciting to have it like going to see it. That's what I meant. And so, I mean, and to hear those guys play, I'm going to be like, that's me one day. That's me. Yeah. Hopefully. Nothing. Yeah. She's not I learned strong. two chords. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. And I can't even get my fingers in the right place yet because it hurts so much. Oh, yeah. That's why I don't play the guitar. It is, I mean, look at these little things. Yeah. There's no way that's ever going to Yeah. You would need, like, a travel size guitar. <laughs> yeah. I, so I've learned the sizes of them. And oh. travel size is one. That would probably is that be a little your, one? Uh-huh. That's totally would be mine forever. Yeah. Even the ukulele, sometimes I'm like, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I love, like, at talent shows, you know, where people write their own songs. Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, their heartbreak or heart challenge in life. <laughs> like, now that you guys are learning, you can write songs that you're like, Mm-hmm. Taylor Swift style, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like our friend. You know anything in life that's hard. Like our friend Matt. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> but yeah. No, he gave some good pointers. It's exciting. So I'm going to practice a little every day. And by cool. the end of the year, I'll play a song. Okay. <laughs> Let's so, hope it doesn't take that long. Yeah, yes. maybe. Now and we'll see. We'll do a little duet. That would be and awesome. Josh can bring a sewing machine and listen to this. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just bring a recording of it. <laughs> it's quite heavy. I'm that. Yeah. So yeah, that's um, my that's my highs and lows. That's a good this week. week. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. I can go. I think my high. So we've started this tradition. I started this tradition. It wasn't really supposed to be a tradition, but it's becoming a tradition. So <laughs> it's called Midnight Pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> and you just eat them as a party, right? Like, mm-hmm. pancakes are great. Pancakes are even better at midnight. And this started when we went camping over the summer um, with my nieces and nephews who, like, don't usually get to stay up until midnight, right? But you're camping, so you can do whatever you want. And you're with Aunt Heidi, so of course you can do whatever <laughs> yep. you want <laughs> There are no rules when you hang out with Ivy. So we were going to go camping. Well, we did go camping, and we went to Strawberry Reservoir. It was freezing. It was windy. We were cold. We're all huddled in our tent playing games and stuff. And then they thought I was joking when I brought up Midnight Pancakes, but I was not joking. I'm hungry. I brought all the stuff to make all the toppings and everything. So when the game went over, I was like, you guys want Midnight Pancakes? And... So we had midnight pancakes. So then uh, this weekend, I felt like it was time to do another another play of that. So we had midnight pancakes, not at midnight this time because the parents were around. So, you know, it was just a regular uh-huh. normal hour and then the kids had to go to bed. Um, <laughs> you really are the cool <laughs> aunt. <laughs> but we, so we had midnight pancakes and, um, well, at like seven mm-hmm. um, and then played games. 
Um, and it was fun um, to be with like my nieces and nephews and kind of see them, their personalities coming through and like their humor. They're just kind of growing. Not, I mean, they're 10 and 8. It's kind of growing into themselves, right? That was mm-hmm. really fun. So I would say that's a high. Um, the low is probably... Um, so at work, my, my boss's position was eliminated. And so I'm taking on a lot of his responsibilities, which I think will be okay, but it's just kind of in that stage of, I'm not sure how to handle all of this. Yeah. I I think I will be able to handle it. It's just all new. And so it's trying to find a place to like put everything and like a method and maybe some structures and rules, right? Um, I'm, I'm getting email, like tons of emails. So just trying to put ro- rules around um, how am I going to get stuff done at work? Because it's feeling like I'm like, you know, bombarded all the time. Yeah. So I think there's just some unknowns there still. Definitely. Um, and especially it being the beginning of the year. So there's lots of things that aren't planned. They haven't quite decided like the direction they want to take. Yeah. And was this unknown or quite a surprise to you guys or did yeah. you know it was coming? No, it was a surprise. Okay. Um, and so, uh, yeah, just new, crazy, new strange stuff, right? Yeah. That will eventually be okay. But right now it's just like, I'm not sure how to handle this and I want to handle it well so that it doesn't turn into like a monster. Yes. I need effective, efficient boundaries and I haven't found out where they are yet. Yeah. So that's what I would say is going on. I feel like you articulated that really well. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Politically correct. (laughs) Gotta keep things proper around here. (laughs) Who's next? Josh or Steph? Highs and lows? Rock, paper, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Women first. Um, Way to use that one. <laughs> so I, my high will be, I had two really fun Notable Peeps interviews. And last year I didn't do a ton of Notable Peeps interviews that just sort of like went by the wayside. But like, that's my first podcast and sort of my one that will always be that baby that I just like love. So I interviewed Carolyn Pearson, the one the author of that book oh. that I read, um, Goodbye, I Love You. And guys, she is so cool. Like, so she lives in California, so it was a Zoom call. Um, but I just was like, man, I don't want to be like her. She, just her, like, enthusiasm and zest, she just was a delight to interview. And then I interviewed a friend from college. I had told her, so I knew that her and her husband were working on paying off this debt. And I thought it was like a hundred grand, two hundred in nine years they paid off two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Wow. wow. Yeah. And so I had told her, I said, "Hey, when you get the debt paid off, like I would love to interview you for Noble Peeps." And so they paid it off last summer, and it was just really cool to hear because that's like huge, right? They're like, we could have a house with all that, but mm-hmm. to hear how they like really broke it down and like that there were times that they were like, okay, we really need this trip. We're going on this trip that it wasn't just always being like, nope, we can't mm-hmm. have everything. But I think it's really hard when you have a goal that lasts nine years to keep that motivation, especially when it seems like there's not a light at the end of the tunnel. 
So. Financial um, goals are hard. Yeah. yeah. They are. Yeah. So and they even it's that long. They moved that to yes. they moved to Dubai because they oh, could make mm-hmm. more money there than wow. here. So they they were away from family and friends. So it just was really like those two interviews, I was like, this is why I love to interview. So cool. That's yeah. amazing. And I saw a thing by Oprah that she had talked about how she had done over like 35,000 interviews throughout her life. I was like, man. But she had learned from each of those is that everyone needs to be like validated. Like, oh, she's like, it doesn't matter who it is, whether it's a former president, movie star, whatever, everyone at the end, when it stops recording, they're like, did I do okay? You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I just... I mean, I won't get to 35,000 interviews, but I hope by the time that I'm 80, I can look back and see, like, all these interviews and how, like, I've been shaped by different people's stories. So, that was my high. And cool. then my low, I didn't get a single one of my goals. I didn't go running at all this week. And so, I've worked a ton last week and this week with work, like, a whole weekend and everything. But I just, and this is part of my problem, is once I get focused on something, it's hard for me to divert. But my running coach was very honest with me of, like, when you don't run for a week, progress that you made is, like, you backslide, you know? And I'm like, oh, so I really want that to be a priority this week of just getting back to being consistent. Because last week I, like, was, like, four miles away, and I was over three miles, and not all ads. Mm-hmm. Up. So I think mm-hmm. that that was just my little thing of, you know, it's amazing how a day can turn into a couple days and into a week. And then you're like, I didn't go run at all. And I've been loving running. So it just makes me sad because, and I can feel it. Like, I just don't, yeah. my body doesn't feel as great this week. It's yeah. hard to get back into it too, mm-hmm. right? With that kind of yeah delay. I have to like recycle myself back up. Yeah. That. Yeah. Remind myself that I like running because I forgot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I don't go for like two or three days, I'm, yeah. I have to re-remind myself. You enjoy this. Well, you feel better when you do it. No, I'd rather just lay here on the couch. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's like last year, one of our themes for the podcast was an object not in motion stays not in motion. <laughs> Meredith right? me one time. <laughs> I did. And then I ended up being our thing. And it's, it's that same thing that once you allow yourself to kind of get out of it, I mean, we were walking for five months this summer. Uh, maybe it wasn't five months. We were... You know, I was June to September. Okay, so it was a pretty good amount of time. Okay, it's four months. And, but then when we stopped, I haven't been consistently since then. And it was, I mean, it was helpful having people to go with. But also, once you stop, it's so much easier to be like, nah. Nah. Maybe during lunch. Maybe. (laughs) And the thought of getting up that early, it wasn't that early. And did it every day for four months, but all of a sudden, it's... Comprehensible. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. object not in motion stays not, not in motion. <laughs> Forget moment. Get up, Heidi. <laughs> uh, Josh, you're up. Alright, so hi was off the sewing machine. Kind of already, already talked about that. What day did it come? Wednesday. So, did you get to play with it all week? <laughs> yeah, well, not all week, but. Um, I had to be there to sign for it, because oh. um, it came in a freight, it like weighed 250 pounds, 
Oh my god. Oh, I was thinking this was like a small sewing no, machine. No, no, no. no he's just... sewing leather. This is like <laughs> industrial. Yeah. Is it also a serger? Does it do the no. edge? Oh, that's what it's I'm just industrial it. straight. Cool. Yeah, really cool. Um, <laughs> a beast. <laughs> Can we name it the beast? <laughs> and then um, the other uh, highlight was so with COVID and everything, I kind of got. Um, full-time job working construction and my I was talking to um, the HR rep for the company also his wife um, and I'm like so if I get benefits with you guys and I go part-time I lose them right she's like yeah I'm like so that's 32 hours right and she's like yeah I'm like okay I need to think about this because I eventually, my goal was to gradually um, wing off working construction and then go back to just my business. And uh, so the owner came up to me. He's like, "So you want to go part time? Part time then, huh?" I'm like, "Well, not now, not today." <laughs> and he's like, "I'm okay with it. He's like, as long as you have a clone." And he just started laughing. I'm like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, but he's not as smart as I am. <laughs> but uh, so that was really like that was a big uh, weight off my shoulder, just because I wasn't tr- wasn't sure how to present it to him. You know what I mean? Because at the beginning I was hired as part time, and now I moved full time. And so with it, with him being cool with it, it just relieved a lot of like back in my mind. Like when should I bring this up? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a broken heart topic. Yeah, so I'm glad that was that got out of the way. Um, and retail was hit the hard, like one of the hardest with COVID. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yoga pants, not so much. Not so much. Yeah, work, Suits, yeah. like work, like yeah. wedding stuff, because yeah. it was postponed. Yeah, so. So it's. I mean, I'm just glad I was small yeah. during it, and just kind of, um, so it didn't really impact me as much. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, like my personal life, I can um, switch things around and be resilient, and yeah. as opposed to having a lot of employees and then file bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, really, like this kind of, I think it's really fun, and it's um, so one of my housemates has a. An RC truck, and we. Went I love and those little trucks. Played with an RC truck while we went hiking. Yeah. It was really fun. It's like walking a dog, but it's a little <laughs> remote control dog in a car. They're the most important things. We had a family of uh, Asian people following us. The kids were really amazed by it. The dad's like, "So is that uh, 112, 110? I'm like. You know a lot more than I do about this. Yeah. He's like, "What's the voltage?" I'm like, "It runs." Yeah. <laughs> but my buddy went all over into that. I'm like, and then it was kind of funny because as we were going up, it was really we went up to Bell's Canyon, like uh, in the south, the further south uh, trail. And one little kid's like, "How did you get that up here?" We drove. And he's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, it just takes forever, but 
Travel <laughs> around all the obstacles, and yeah, it was really fun. I love it because that's like a real life video game, right? Where you're like going <laughs> over the rocks. the rocks and everything. When I was telling my, uh, I was telling like my housemate, I'm like, I really like this because each obstacle is a challenge. It's like a puzzle, and I have to figure out a way to get around it or over it or something. I'm like, it's really, um, it's fun because it's a puzzle and there's multiple puzzles within a trail. So. so I wasn't on the same walk with Josh and his roommate, but I've been on a walk with his roommate and his truck. So I have a video later oh, okay. to show you what they look like. Okay. Because it really is just like this adorable <laughs> little puppy. <laughs> it's like Barbie size. <laughs> just so, kidding. Don't yeah. tell me I ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Ken size. Yeah. Well, there is like a Ken, Ken size. <laughs> person in the... There is. Is there? Yeah, there's a little person in there. Barbie truck. (laughs) When we went, I was like, have you named these? And he's like, I don't name inanimate objects. I would have named it. (laughs) Yeah? I would have a master name. name. Yeah. That is something he would say. Good old name. Those are are fun. Yeah, they're really fun. I'm going to buy it. Um, (laughs) He's convinced me. Well, I mean. Well, and he built them. Yeah. So it comes in like a kit, and he puts it together. So that's it's really kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the low was I had to end playing with one of those, uh, <laughs> and then uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, I did like stuff. I was uh, preoccupied with figuring out this sewing machine. I was really disappointed that it wasn't going to be very intuitive for me. Mm-hmm. I came up with some problems. I'm like, oh, I got to figure this out. So I wasn't able to do everything, like uh, finish the wallets or the website, like a simple site. And then I was able to, uh, well, I guess, um, yeah, but I just pushed those to next week. Yeah. That's fine. I know, I, that's, I think the reason I was so frustrated is because I feel like I've had, like, such a great start, you know, like, where I've been getting most, and then it's like, nothing? Zero? No? <laughs> like, <laughs> and then Saturday I could have gone and I was like, well, why go now? And the all or nothing thinking came back in. So that's where it's just needing to get back in to being like, nope, every day I'm just doing a mile or something, you know, like just that consistency. Mm-hmm. It's hard. Plus consistency and it's also a balance too yeah. with life. Mm-hmm. And whether it's social life taking you away from this or work life pulling you away from it, it's just that whole like finding the balance, like how important are my goals? How important is this other mm-hmm. thing? And what's mm-hmm. most important right now? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. in this scenario, in this moment. Mm hmm. Well, it's really hard because, like, you try to prioritize um, different aspects, and each day can bring some a new challenge that on Monday we didn't realize that would be there. So you're like, oh, I got to change the goals a little bit. Yeah, and I think that with work, I'm realizing, like, so me and my co-host, we're both dreamers, right? We're like, oh my god, we can 
totally get this done. And I'm like, we need a realist with us because for January, I mean, we were like, okay, and yep, we're like starting two new podcasts. We're starting a Utah Podcast Coalition. We're having classes like every week, like, and most people will be like, that's insane to get that much in. But we're like, oh yeah, we can totally do it. And now I'm like, why do we think that? So <laughs> I think that that's the other thing is like, maybe I need more realists in my life. Of <laughs> <laughs> so talk you out of things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, that's, but I think it was a good lesson because next weekend, next month, I'm like, no, we can't have more than two classes in a week. Like, it just will kill us, you know? Yeah. No, we can't have more than four podcasts in a week. Like, that's going to make life miserable, you know? So of knowing what we can handle. But also what a blessing that you have these decisions to make, right? Yeah. Like the classes, you have enough people coming yeah. to them, you have yeah, enough people who want to Yeah, we had a full class for this week, which we've had like 20 or like 15, but like every seat was full. And it was one of those where it was like, I knew that we would get to this point where they would be full and that we were like... I feel like we'll have a waiting list for our classes just because we're bringing in great instructors. Yeah. So to see that, I was like, yes. That's awesome. So, so you're winning in other ways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that whole, I mean, as we go back to like the decision in the moment, every night before I go to bed, I'm like, I want to have a really solid morning routine. Then morning rolls around and I'm like, I want a couple more hours of sleep. <laughs> and it's like, I got to work on that balance and that mm-hmm. conviction. One, I got to go to bed earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also... During the day, it means so much to me. How do I convey that to my morning self? Yes. That says, let's do this. Get up, rise and shine. Maybe it's you coming over a little bit your mood. I wonder if you could do that. If you could do a recording on your phone and set that as your alarm. Good morning, Meredith. I'd kill myself, actually. <laughs> I would be so annoyed. You can add music to it. I My, I, you sure? I'm sure you can, yeah. right? Like, any sort of uh-huh. movie. Yeah. My niece came over, and she stayed. We didn't fall asleep until 2. She's older. She's She was driving through from BYU and ended up coming Friday night instead of Saturday. And so she spent the night with me, and when the alarm went off, we, I told her I wanted to get up at 8. And she's like, I want to keep my routine. So 6 and 8. And she got up and she was talking. And I was like, I'm going to hurt you as much as I love you. Enough. And she's like ready to open the curtains <laughs> and the blinds. Mm-hmm. That's who oh, I want to be. Especially on a Saturday. But not right yeah. yeah. That's like my before and after self. Me was the before. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's my future self. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I only have routine... Monday through Friday. Yeah. Right? Friday, Saturday. Or Saturday, Sunday. There's no routine here. Yeah. Bad routine days. You only have to be responsible. Because you're, you're joining the circus, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On Thursday night, I run around to the circus. So after that, it's downhill. <laughs> the weekend self. Yeah. So, this week, um, all right, let's go over goals, actually. I was going to move right into our thought, but let's do our goals since... Steph and Josh have kind of already gone over there. Let's finish with you guys. So, um, let's spell it out. So, start at the top of your list, Josh, and tell us what you're pushing to next week. Oh, pushing for next week? Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, so, daily routines. Um, that's obviously daily, except for the weekends. Um, and then. Because Free life, you can do whatever you want on the weekend. <laughs> so, uh, a weekday routine uh, would be 
And then also, uh, I gotta finish my website and then, uh, do the two wallets. And I got another order, another wallet. That's awesome today. And then, uh, do a, finish the lining design. Uh, that was awesome. And then I finished the new wallet design. Cool. Awesome. And even, I think, like, in your situation where you just got your sewing machine, and so you weren't able to check off your wallet to-do list, but you learned a lot about your machine that's going to help you next week. Like, to me, that still is considered working towards oh, that cool. goal yeah. and yeah. is successful, you know? Mm -hmm. Okay, Steph, you? So, last week I had a goal of 12 miles and two intervals. I'm just cutting this in half, guys, because I want to have success. So... Six miles, at least a mile a day, or six miles. We'll do either or. <laughs> Total. Yeah, some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then one interval. And then next week, I'll have to get back on my goals to get my January goals. And but I I did a lot at the beginning of the month, so I think I'll be I'll be okay by the end. So. Oh, and also my ornaments came through at the Festival of Trees. Oh, cool. They look so cute. It got me super pumped. So cute. What's your theme? Do you have a theme? Utah. So my Utah oh, real estate right, podcast right. is Utah. Me. And so I, my Tooele City <laughs> ornament came, and then like a bunch of like the, like, like the copper and red rocks. Mm -hmm. um, and then we're going to Copperton this weekend, so... I don't think I'll be able to find like an ornament, but well, a we or something. So part of Copperton is the pit. Oh, so oh. We'll be getting and the they have a visitor center, okay, which so you will can... need. You will be able to find your. So it gets. Me it's excited. all scheduled in. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that's my ambitious goals for this week, but um, and I'm also super excited because. We have our first meeting for the Utah Podcast Coalition, and I've gotten so many cool podcasters, and so I'm just excited to, like, meet these podcasters that I've been talking to, and to, like, get that going that I've been working for. So. Are you going to meet the full cup people? Um, I haven't heard from them. Oh, okay. But, like, we had emailed them, and I didn't hear back, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. But cool. if I do, I'll give a shout out for you. Cool, cool. Heidi, how did your week go on your goals? Will you go through them, like, one by one? Yes. Instead of just, like, overall. That sure. way we can stay up So, I have what I call the dailies, which are um, having better prayers, expressing gratitude, um, living more of my whole self or, like, wholeheartedness, and slowing down, and, um, and scriptures. And... To be honest, like, slowing down is really hard. It's it really is. Hard. I mean, I have all these little things, right? So I'm supposed to, like, go the speed limit. Do you know how hard it is to go the speed limit? No, <laughs> have you ever tried to go the speed limit on Bangadar? Impossible. Okay. I mean, that one is hard. Hard. Almost, so I was Cars going are going, there. like, 20 miles an hour faster than I am going. And you're going it's the wild. speed limit. Yeah. It's wild. Hmm. So... I'm still trying. It's okay on the main roads, right? Because you're stopping at every stoplight. Like, it's not that mm -hmm. big of a deal. But on... Bangadar, man... It's crazy. So that's really hard. I'm supposed to stop for three seconds at each stop sign, like before you turn. But so in that moment, it's like, 
You're the girl, man. Yes. There's an opening. Why am I sitting here for three seconds? It's ridiculous. You um, go one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand. No, just like one, two, three, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> Which isn't that long, it's right? Not, right. I just need to calm down. Um, one of the other things is to not use my phone. So I can only use my phone if my car is in park. Because I'll like get in my car, I'll start rolling, and then I'll be like, oh yeah, I need to look up how to get to this place. I'll put it in maps. Or what music like, do you want to listen to? Music? What podcast? Yeah. Is my book on tape? Like, is my audio book? My book on tape. Because that's... Because yeah, <laughs> I'm from the 80s. So my book on tape is still, you know, is it ready to go? Um, but I'm like rolling down the street at that point, right? And so I want to be like, get it set in my car, get ready to go before I leave. Um, You're like an example of a model like driver. Well, no, these are things I don't do. So I'm just, <laughs> Which is why they are her goal. So these are, this is how um, I'm trying to slow down, yeah. right? Do I really need to text that person back before I get to the grocery store? No, yes. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just hard. So I have all these little things that I'm trying to do with, like, the slowing down. Um, but this week, so one of the other things is to put my phone, to have, like, a bedtime for my phone. And it goes in this drawer, like, across the room from me when I'm sleeping. And I got, like, an alarm clock, so it's not my phone. Um, so you talk to them. I do. I talk, good night. You're away, right? And so then I have, like, kind of like Paul was talking about, kind of this, like, bedtime routine to, like, mm-hmm. tell yourself that it's time to go to bed now. Um, part of that includes, like, putting my phone away and, like, turning I it like off. I like putting it in a drawer because that means, nope, we're done. Yep, we're done. Yeah. There's, like, no blue light. There's no sound. Yeah. There's no, like... Because, you know, you've been in bed, right? When, like, the light on your phone lights. And so you're like, oh, someone texted me, you know, or something mm-hmm. happened in the world, right? Uh-huh. Do I need to get up and check it? No. Just, like, in the, in the drawer. So this week, I maybe stayed up all night reading a book. And... <laughs> you like, just replaced the addiction. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, no, it was on my phone. I was reading on my phone. Oh. But I was like, oh, I'm not going to get up and go put it in the drawer. Right? No. Like, go put it in the drawer. So it's just, like, these, like, yeah. little things that... It's, like, a constant battle of just slowing down. Right? Like, mm-hmm. this is how you want to slow down in life. So they... I mean, I'm still trying. I haven't given uh-huh. up on them, but I'm definitely not perfect on Bangator when every car is like, shoo, shoo, shoo. And that's going to take all year to learn how to do, just to, like, to like enjoy the just, moment. Just, like, slow down. Uh-huh. It's not that big of a, like, you don't really have anywhere you need to be Yeah, 20 seconds faster than you are right now. Right? It almost makes me laugh at other cars more when I'm, like, on the speed limit and you see how anxious they're being. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll see you at the light. Exactly, right? You've all been there where, like, the car, like, zooms past you, mm-hmm. and then you both stop at the same light. Yep. So I'm really glad you got there fast. Yep. Right? Anyways, so we're doing that, trying to slow down, um, wholeheartedness. Oh, here's the thing. So for wholehearted, I have to embrace my untalents, right? And one of them is the ukulele. Not good at it, but hey, it's a good So time. steady. And, um... Then this week, I went on a date um, with a Spanish, like a um, native Spanish speaker. And so at the end, he was like, we need to speak in Spanish for, like, let's talk in Spanish now, which was very scary, right? Because I want to be like, oh, no, you know, (laughs) can you teach Spanish? Yeah, but it's been, I mean, five years, right? So And I don't speak with people, so grammatically... 
I can read it. I can write <laughs> that, it. That makes sense for you. Like, um, sir, you did not. <laughs> yeah, like, uh. You did not see That's a thing correct. you put on your resume so that they hire you. But, but you, you never want to. They never right. use it. <laughs> but, but I did it. I was like, okay, well, here you go. You asked for it. Anyway, so that was kind of like embracing like my whole self, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. and then he said, um, uh, he wanted to know, I've run a marathon, and he wanted to know how fast I ran it. Rude. Which, <laughs> That's I, like I a lady's weight. You slow, don't ask right? that. Like, I know it's slow. <laughs> um, and I was like, oh, I'm really slow. Like, you don't even need to worry about it. It's real slow, right? Um, but then I looked it up, because I don't even really remember what it was. It was a long time ago. But I looked it up and found my time and thought, like, I could just hopefully he forgets that part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> Or I could, like, text it to him and be like, see, told you. And so I chose to just own it. I run slow. And I sent it to him. So just, like, little things that I'm trying to, like, own more about myself. Um, so the dailies were, I mean, I'm not there yet, right? Like, I still. Uh-huh. You got a whole year. I got a there. whole year to, like, learn how to stop at stop signs, guys. Yeah. So but I was thinking about this th- this this year for you, that I think that embracing, like, these things that you aren't good at or how you mm-hmm. said that. When someone asks you if you're having a good day and you're like, do they want to really know or do I tell them like, <laughs> right. another answer? I think that you being like your more authentic self, yeah. you know, not that you're like, I wouldn't ever say that you're a fake person, right? But like just embracing some of these things where you're like, mm, I'm not the best at Spanish or yeah. the best at the ukulele um, or run the fastest. I think that that adds, because you already have so much depth, right? And all these like just different topics that you can converse about, but showing sometimes these, I don't want to say imperfections, but like, yeah, it like, untalents. but it makes <laughs> you so much more real. So, yay. Yeah. That's what we're going for. Okay. Um, so those are good. Then I listened to my four, um, project management things. I just, and those are them. the ones you have to do like 60, right? Yeah. By oh, well. the, by March is what your goal yeah, is yeah. to have. Okay. But I think I learned that even if you don't have a membership, you can listen to some free ones. They're not as good as like the premium ones, but there are, there are still some available. Hopefully fingers crossed. I should look into that. But anyway, so I listened to four of those. Um, I sewed days for girls bags for an hour while I listened to our all hands meeting at work. Love oh my that. gosh. Why don't we get together and do your days for girls and watch radium girls? Yeah. I would love to help you. Okay. And we'll watch our radio. Done. Done. Okay. I have to get some more stuff cut out. But when I okay. get cut out. Even if it's not this week, like <laughs> next week or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was just Josh we talked about it. So so. Touche. Yeah. <laughs> He's got industrial. He could get like a hundred things done. <laughs> they might be sewn together, but. It's, his machine's probably too macho. Like, <laughs> little with flowers on them. <laughs> his machine doesn't want to touch that. Um, I had a great meeting with Laura, um, from work, just about like career paths and, um, kind of what that could look like and stuff. So that was really good. I read two of my magazines, um, from my stack that I'm trying to get rid of. 17. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> my favorite. Um, did you take the quiz in this latest episode? Yeah. So you want to know my flirting style? Or yeah. <laughs> um, and then I worked on my scrapbook and I actually worked on it for more than an hour. Cause once you get started, it takes an hour yeah. just to get, but pull I've been everything working out. on, um, journaling, right? So I'm working on my high school scrapbook. Yes. That was like 20 years ago, but I've been reading my journals to try and find out like what to put in the scrapbook. 
like what to say about that event or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just so funny to go back and read my high school scrapbook. In some ways, I haven't changed a bit. <laughs> and in other ways, it's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> just little gems, little 17-year-old Heidi gems right there in that it. journal. So that was my week. Very um, fun. Yeah, good. I'm glad you asked in detail about that because I've never known what you're like in well, detail. And we haven't done them in detail, so I think we should go back to being – it gives us so much to talk about. Like, right. I, there's so much that goes into one goal. Yeah. And – they mean so much to us, which is why mm-hmm. we set these up. So, my turn. <laughs> Just kidding. So, I wrote in my journal this Sunday. Um, I actually did it this morning. So, Summer. Monday works. <laughs> so, we were actually talking. I have a study group on Sundays. And just before they were all leaving, we were talking about journals and how funny it is to go back and read. And I'm a hand writer of journals. And one of my friends, he does... There's an app called Day One. He is on a 1,700-day streak. Whoa. Whoa. You can guess who it is. But 1,700-day streak. And I was with him on, like, New Year's Eve, and I said, did you – we kept you up really late. Did you do a New Year's Eve? I was like, yeah, I did it while we were talking. He just, like, will text it to himself. Other times he dictates. Other times he brings out his keyboard. 1,700 days. Wow. Yeah. I had that up at one point, but I'm a handwriter. I'm a handwriter. So. So, and it, after talking to him, it made me want to type it or do it digitally somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are ways that, like, I could take a picture of it. My yeah, cheat day when my, you add a picture. My posterity cool. can do the typing it out. <laughs> you know someone's <laughs> going to need work to do, sure. but genealogy. See, and that makes me think my handwriting is so bad, especially when I'm writing fast. Oh, mine's like, so good. Why write this if no one can read it? So I, that's uh, probably good. My hand really pretty. <laughs> well, if you have great penmanship, then by all means, show it off. Well, and part of it is that I do write out my journals yeah. all the time. So, but yeah, it, because, I mean, he mentioned how, well, what if there is, you know, it's so much harder to grab a box of journals when the world is ending yeah. than your phone, yeah. which is saved somewhere on some cloud. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so I wrote in my journal, I had lots of good things to talk about with the Ray, with the promotion and my niece coming. And I'm getting, because I've been doing it four weeks now, I'm getting more into less of like, and Monday I did this, and Tuesday I did it, but more of like the feelings, which I think will, future posterity will love. Um, flossing, that's super exciting. I actually have not read my- Wait, how are you doing your flossing? It's daily. Like, yeah, I do it at how? night. I don't do it every morning at night, but um, how often were you flossing before? Never. <laughs> so you were never to every day. I just think that's a big accomplishment. I can't I wait to hear what my dentist says on yeah. February 3rd. Okay. <laughs> I think it's the second. Um, I have You should s- record their response so we can put it in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this is what Meredith's <laughs> dentist says. And this is the painful part about my planner not being made, and we'll come to this, is that I have boxes that I want to be checking Shut the up. freak off. Yeah. Like, come on. I have 30 days of checking boxes off for that. Um, and yeah. So my Book of Mormon, not doing too hot on that. I did set up a reading plan in LDS Tools, and it reminds me at night. So hopefully that helps a little bit. 
Are you just reading it? Are you reading it daily? Are you trying to finish it in a certain amount of time? No, just you... a chapter a day. Okay. Just to make sure I keep the Book of Mormon. Because yeah. I am reading DNC, yeah. Come Follow Me. But yeah. yeah, just keeping that. Well, right now I'm reading a lot of religious stuff. More than I ever have before, because I'm also reading a page of the Infinite Atonement a day. Ooh, that's good. So I got a lot of reading. <laughs> so no wonder I'm slacking on the Book of Mormon. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to do both, like DNC and yeah. Mormon, to like switch that mindset a little bit. Very much so. Um, and then I remade my vision board. I, I didn't actually do it on a cork board, like I said. I was going to do it painted. I did it on a whiteboard. Put some vinyl on it. Cut Ooh. pictures out. So. I'm going to add more to it as things go on, but I'm Do you still good. have your shirt? It's still pinned on my wall. Nice. <laughs> just, will you take a picture of that? Because I just think that that... Yeah. No, yeah. I literally is just like... Tacked I forgot to go look at it in your room because I just think that's so funny. <laughs> I mean, it's a shirt I even got from DI, so it wasn't even like this priceless shirt. Yeah. I just want to wear it one day. Um, and then I went to the temple... And I took a book, um, it's called Temple Service Simplified. And so I'm going to read that when I go monthly. And it was about the recommend and why that part's important. So felt inspired. My car also died while I was there. <laughs> That's another funny story, but I won't tell it here. Um, I went to the gar- guitar store from the temple to the guitar store. And that was a lot of fun, guys. It just made me so excited to be like, yes. I want to hold one for reals. I want my own baby. Yeah. So. Are you going to name it? Most likely. I do name inanimate objects. (laughs) I also give them personality traits. Don't one of you, like, feel bad when you... Yeah. It's it's 100% me. I do. Like, it's so hard for me to throw something out when I feel like it hasn't lived to its potential of or its purpose in life. Like, I feel like it has... I shouldn't announce this on a podcast, <laughs> but I feel like it speaks to me like, not yet. <laughs> Let me live. Yeah. So <laughs> that's funny. Okay. So I mentioned this earlier. Um, I went to print my planner. It's all beautiful and glorious and it costs a million dollars to do. So where'd you get this pricing at? Alpha graphics. And FedEx. FedEx was $240. Or you tried in the online places? The problem is it has color on every page. Oh. And that makes... <laughs> flat out, that it's makes like, it. Obviously. <laughs> but it blows my mind because, like, for work, we send out an annual report. It cannot cost us $200 to send one of those out. Do they right? have their own printers? The University of Utah's print and mail services. Oh, check there. They're cheaper. Probably. Uh, yeah, all right. So, so really, I'll just I'm gonna print it on a home printer. Really, what I have to do first is to convert it f- the size, which means I had to create a whole new document. It'll take me by the end of this week to refinish it and do it, but <laughs> it'll be so freaking worth it next year. I'm just buying one. Just all the boxes. <laughs> next year, I mean, I'll be so good at InDesign yeah. <laughs> that. I'm making my own forever, and I know how to do it now. So, my planner. I just can't wait to get my planner and start. This is a picture. Um, this is what it should look like. This is this was colored right there, so it's not a lot. 
Um, I had printed this off just to see how it was looking, and I was like, forget it. I'm using it today to work, to plan my day. I'm just going to keep printing it off. That's so beautiful. So it's 365 pages? Um, well, they're double-sided, so once it's a book, it's only 215. But total, my planner is 400 and something, because I have extra pages for conference time. I have an extra day because I'll take my planner to work at, to church, and that's where I'm going to put my church notes. So it's like all together oh, yeah. for the entire year. So it kind of doubles as a journal? Yeah. Hmm. So there are extra pages. It's freaking, I mean, I could show you guys afterwards because I'm so proud of it. It's so cute. Um, Wednesday and Thursday, wake up. Um, I think I did it. I don't remember, honestly. I can't remember this week. Because Wednesday was when I got the promotion. That was your goal? Check. (laughs) That's why it's nice when I write vaguely in here. No, it was supposed to be... Whatever this falls under. Yeah. It was to get up and have like a semi-morning routine. Okay. Earlier than usual. And I don't remember if I did. And I didn't take my coins to the bank. But that was just kind of a for fun one. I keep forgetting to bring home the paper roll things. So that was my week. Okay, so what, Thursday night, I have a Bunko group that came, and um, I was eavesdropping. I, I don't think I was having a conversation with anybody, but everybody's having little conversations, and I heard these two moms talking to each other. Their son was, one of them, her son was going through something, and her sister, who was the other adult there, was just like, you got to teach them. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable because that's what life is about and just kind of went off. And I was like, I love that. And I've started to keep notes on my phone of quotes and things like that I hear throughout the the weeks for my themes for our podcast or just like motivational things. And I really love that because even as you were talking, Heidi, about your goals, how many things this week happened to you that were uncomfortable and normally we shy away from them? We shut it down as grown-ups. We're like, nope, not doing that. And this week you leaned into it. Get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And when I got this promotion, I realized a little while back I got in trouble for something at work. And I was like, I do not like this feeling. I don't like doing something wrong. And that's why I like to know exactly what I'm doing in my life, right? We like to get into our routines, become really good at what we do so we never have to feel that kind of awkwardness, that uncomfortableness. And for me, going into the guitar store, I was telling my niece, it was actually really hard. I don't like walking into a place and not looking like I know what I'm doing. I didn't know where the acoustic guitars were. I saw on the wall there were guitars in the back. They were all electric, and I was like... Where are the guitars? <laughs> and they're in a they're in a humidified room, and so I had to find it. I hate not knowing what I'm doing, but I'm a better person now because I went to the guitar <laughs> store, right? I would have missed out on this really fun experience to go hold a couple guitars, learn about them, what kind of strings I want, but it was. It was uncomfortable, and I think as adults, a lot of times we think, nah, I'm out. I'm going to stick with what I know, and that's it. But a lot of progression comes from pushing through uncomfortable. And just like this mom wanted to teach her son, I mean, we're no different as adults. Get used to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. 
I totally agree with that because I think one of the reasons I love podcasting so much is it's constantly breaking my comfort bubble. Like, I was so nervous on Tuesday to interview Carolyn Pearson just because she has been on so many interviews. Like, I was intimidated, right? Like, and but I had such a great experience. And so I think that, like, because I remember you thinking, like, why do I do this to myself? Why do I put myself in? Like, why don't I just, like... Why do I reach out to people that intimidate me or whatever? Like, why don't I just go with what's, like, comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, that doesn't get you out of your, like, it doesn't help you to expand and to grow. And so I'm grateful because I really feel like podcasting has been my vehicle to, it's constantly putting me out of that comfort zone. So On my whiteboard, I have, let discomfort be your guide. And there's another quote that I have also. It says, hard choices, easy life. Easy choices, hard life. And it's whenever I get discomfort, I know that I am going against my like, comfort zone, mm-hmm. my bounds, my boundaries. And so I'm like, okay, cool. So is this for the good or for the bad? I'm like, oh, if it's the good, I'll jump right into it. Let's... See how this goes. Roll the dice. Wait, what is it that it says on your board? Oh, let discomfort be your guide. And then, but what was the thing about easy life? Hard choice. Easy choice. It's hard choices, easy life. Easy choices, hard life. Yeah, I like that. I like that a lot too. Yeah, I think just with that, right, like being uncomfortable, that's where you learn and you grow. Right. Right? And so that's, um, and that's how you get better at things. So it's, it's not as hard the next time because you know that you've done the hard thing the time before, right? So even though it's still hard to do podcasts, it's still not something you're totally comfortable with. You know, oh, but I've done that hard thing. Mm-hmm. I've done that hard thing. I've done that hard thing or that uncomfortable thing. Um, when I was a kid, I remember like I would go to EFY and, um, which is a summer camp. And I grew up in a small town. Everybody knows everybody. The same 150 kids started first grade with me, graduated with me 12 years <laughs> later, right? Like you don't go out of your comfort zone. You already know everybody. They know all your parents, your family, like everything, right? So then to go to the summer camp and I always went by myself. I never went with like a roommate or friend or anything. It was just me, but having to like, talk to people and meet them and like go out of my comfort zone and right. People are always amazed when they're like, wait, you're an introvert. And I'm like, yeah, I just had to learn how to talk to people and meet them and like be that outgoing. But it's still every single time I do it is still a, like a switch. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's, this is not natural. It's a, Oh, I should be nice right now, or like I should be outgoing. <laughs> I, know she <laughs> I should be nice. I should be nice and outgoing, right? It's like this, like a, but it's something that you have to that I have to practice. Mm-hmm. But I know I can do it because I've done it before. So mm-hmm. I think kind of that letting them know now when they're young, letting us know now while we're young, we're all young still. We are, yeah. That oh yeah, this is hard, but I can do it. And then thinking back to like all of the other things that have been hard or difficult, um, and we can do that too. Well, I was just going to say, just like our mantra of this season of you know, start small, act daily, like mm-hmm. big steps. 
Yeah. Or small steps go to big steps. Yeah, I was thinking with what you were saying. So I have a sister that she, like, when she's around people that she's comfortable with, like, she cracks us up. She's, like, the life of the party, right? But around new people, it is really hard for her to go out of her comfort zone. And so this day, she went um, to, like, the ski thing, not knowing really anyone. And her friend went with her and left halfway through. And she was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go to dinner with them. She called me, and I, like, was like, hey, you got this. Like, these people don't know you. Just go in and be friendly. And she called me afterwards. And, like, that whole night she was on this high because she did something so hard to make conversation all day and to go to this, like, um, this dinner where she was like, maybe they were just being nice. I don't know if they really want me. And it's like, nope, just go. And and as I was talking to her, it made me realize, like, I think that's why I love having an avenue that always puts me on my comfort zone because it is this natural high where it's like, Yes, I just did that. Like, that was hard, but then it's like so rewarding, right? And that like high just lasts um, for a lot longer than if you weren't getting out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And it is one of those things where you have to talk yourself into it, but it does always end up being, not always end up being good. But when you, with your sister, when she went, she ended up having a lot of fun. There was a trip that I went on with Steph at the beginning of the summer that I was like, I don't know, should I go? I don't know these people, should this and that. And I was so grateful I went in the end where it wasn't just that high that night. It was that high, but the reward was great. I, I made a whole bunch of new friends. I have like a cool story for the books. Led me to so much. So when we allow ourselves to push through those uncomfortableness... Um, there's a lot of growth. There's, I, I think one of the biggest things is it builds the confidence in ourselves mm-hmm. to do hard things over and over again. Well, and like you were saying, even if it doesn't turn out well, because I'm trying to think of like situations where it hasn't gone right, right? Yeah. But we just learned it's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. What, what terrible thing happened? Did I look silly for a couple minutes? Okay. Uh-huh. Right. Like, and so like embrace, I think that's part of the whole hardness, right? in of my goals is accepting the parts that don't go well accepting that this might not if we're only going to do things that we're good at like what part of life are we missing because we won't try it because we might not be good Mm -hmm. at it or Mm -hmm. because it might not succeed or so thinking of like times when it doesn't go well how have we are we really like injured because of that or damaged or was it just like oh, a learning experience mm-hmm. and that's and, usually what it yeah. ends up being is a positive thing anyways because yeah. I've you've learned from it mm-hmm. well plus we suffer more often in imagination than in yeah. reality yeah 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 well and I like honestly as you're talking I was thinking okay let's think about the times that I've been like flat out like gone up to people introduced myself and they haven't wanted to talk to me. Like, I probably can remember, like, five experiences out of all the random people just going up and introducing myself. And I think that the positives outweigh the negatives. Or yeah. even with podcasting, yeah. I've done everything under the sun. I've lost the SD cards. They haven't recorded. I mm-hmm. didn't push record, you know, like, every single scenario as I've learned along the way. But then you just are like, okay, well. And you apologize to the person, and usually they're cool, and you re-record. It's not the end of the world. So I think that, like, as long as you are deliberately trying to, like, 
messed up, you know, like, most of the time people are understanding whether that's mm-hmm. going over your comfort zone socially or in business or in a hobby or whatever it might be. Well, and if your goals are such that it's not making you uncomfortable to get there, mm-hmm. then are they really helpful goals? Like, if there's something that's so easy, it doesn't take a lot of thought, it doesn't take a lot of effort, then maybe you need to reassess your goals in, I mean, that's what the whole push of it, right? I mean, you hear so many times when people talk about their goals that the word goal itself mm-hmm. is even intimidating, so they come up with their own ways of, like, um, Kim, our interview from the first weeks, it calls them aspirations, mm-hmm. and I was talking to some other friends where she has a guy, a friend that doesn't do goals, but he does he just calls them something different mm-hmm, yeah and so it's like this come becoming comfortable pushing through things that are going to make life better for you but they're hard speaking of i just got to put in my stomach because i realized that i'm at eight points with kelly so two more <laughs> i have to go sing in front of a crowd <laughs> you will learn from this it will go well like, lean into it's like, it if it's like super awkward that's okay but you better believe like that I need to put that note somewhere to remind me because that is motivation for me to like I'm not texting get Kelly to make sure she holds you to, to like get there but yeah so it's so. true because even if I have to sing and I sound like an idiot at least it's a story. <laughs> Get comfortable <laughs> being uncomfortable on stage. It's going <laughs> to happen again. Says, it's going to be good or it's going to be a good story. Right? <laughs> yeah. so, I love that. <laughs> so if all those smells, you got something to look at. tell a story about. <laughs> yeah. 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 So when they said that, I mean, I don't think I even chimed into their conversation, but I was like, I love that so much. And I love that as parents, they're teaching their kids that now. Mm-hmm. So that they can get used to that, that growth. So. Was it Jamie that said that? Or Jessica? It was Jamie and Jessica. They were in the okay. conversation, but Jessica was the one that was like, tell them to get used, get comfortable being uncomfortable. And it was, it was something like, tell them to get comfortable being comfortable. That's life. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> Although we put ourselves in those situations sometimes <laughs> once you're old enough. Yeah, yeah. That it's intentional that we do it. But I think how, I mean, why are we uncomfortable in the first place, right? Is it, is it an ego thing? Is it a pride thing? Is it a, um, a scared thing? Is it, I mean, I'm just thinking, wouldn't, wouldn't we enjoy life more if we were less worried about what other people are thinking about us? Is that why we're uncomfortable? Because we're, that someone's going to judge us or we're going to look stupid or whatever. And so if we can not worry about that as much, yeah. then there would be like less uncomfortable com- like situations. Mm-hmm. And so the sooner a kid or us can learn that, like how much more confidence they would have going through their life and like, you know, middle school awkward, but like uh-huh. you know, going, <laughs> like going through that, knowing that like I can mess up and I'm okay. I can do silly things. I'm okay. Like, I'm going to survive no matter what they think about me, right? Yeah. Um, same, with, same for all of us. Yeah. Because even for me, after this quote was said, I was like, that that's actually how I feel. Somebody asked me how I felt about this promotion. Now, it's kind of something I've already been doing a lot at work anyways. But it did make me nervous. I'm a little nervous about it. And it is because I'm. I just now put myself in another position of... I have to learn how to do new things. I was on top of my game being where I was. I was 
in charge. I was the one who's been in gift processing the longest. I know the answers to most of the questions. People were coming to me. And so there are certain tasks now that won't take me long to learn. But it's that idea of like, I got to push through some awkwardness. I'm probably going to make mistakes. I'm probably going to do something wrong. They're have to going to, you know, if I make a big mistake, you know, just that opportunity. But it's so worth it because in the long run for my career, this is for me to pass it up because something might be uncomfortable for a little while would be ridiculous. You know, the places it can lead me. So bring Amen, it on. sister. Bring it on. <laughs> bring it on. So that's what I learned this week. That's what we learned this Love week. It. So we got to go over next week's goals. We didn't really talk about those. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. I think I shared my goals. I think you two did, but I don't think yeah. we did. Oh. So, because okay. Josh is pushing <laughs> all of us. Oh, let's Steph, and Steph is pushing, pushing all of hers. Okay. <laughs> but for those of us who accomplish things in life, we just can't. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just I feel like it's so slow. <laughs> that's slow. Just oh, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the crock pot right now. Oh, 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 oh,
um, working on that Spanish. I'm going to check a book out from the library in Spanish. <laughs> um, there's an author, a Chilean author, Isabella Allende, and I've wanted to read her for a really long time. And she's written tons of books, but she has this series that's kind of like a YA um, fantasy type thing or something. Um, so I've already put it on hold at the library. And it's in Spanish? Yeah, the whole thing. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So I'm going to work on that. I'm going to write in my journal. I mean, I usually write in my journal, but one of those entries this week is going to be in Spanish. Ooh. And then um, one of the one of my things for slowing down um, is to be in bed with time to spare to kind of create that, like, uh, that routine, that before bed routine, but have time. Because I usually just, like, write in my journal on Sundays. I just spend, like, hours on Sundays by myself writing in my journal. And I'd love to have more time on Sundays to do other things, but that means that I need to write in my journal throughout the week. So um, the last one is to be in bed with time to spare to hopefully, like, maybe write in it on the day that it's happening, right, or things like mm-hmm. that. Anyways, so those are my goals for the week. And um, hearing Paul describe his nighttime routine, I was like, that just sounds so lovely. You know, right, like, just really so relaxed. Where he's like, I like give my light, the lights, yeah. Then my body knows, and, like I don't know. And the, even hearing you talk about like putting your phone in the drawer, I'm like, okay, I want I to work them. on that of creating a better. That's funny. Mine's like chaos. I have a sleep timer on my computer, so it will tell me ten minutes before it will shut off, and that's my. 10 minute bed routine. My, hey, that's oh good. my gosh. <laughs> I gotta get this done. And that's at 2 a.m.? No, that's 12.30. <laughs> you said you were a night owl. <laughs> I am, but I have to wake up at 6. Yeah. He has yeah. his limits. 12.30. Yeah. 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 So it means I actually go to bed at 1. There you go. No, I think that is a thing. Like, I my bed routine. So it's always just like press it. Like I'll be watching TV or something and think, oh, it's nine thirty. I I've got a few more minutes. I'll watch this and then I'm I am rushing. So I don't um, get a quality, yeah, t- chance to like check off my bedtime routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. okay. So yes, that's our our week for next week. Um, go fight wind. We're gonna do it, team. Hands in the middle. Woo! Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind really of One, two, three. Go! <laughs> okay, so remember to dream big, start small, act daily. No one's saying bye. Bye. Oh, bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad we don't edit. <laughs>is brought to you by Remnus Audio. If you also want to be accountable or record your journal or preserve your memories, head on over to remnusaudio.com and Steph here will take the hard work out of preserving your memories. Yeah, I will. You don't have to put them on a podcast like we are to share with everyone every week. (laughs)